We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. In Welcome back to Live from the Dining Room. That was Control Within Time. My name is Jason Wallace. I'm Joe Galupo, and we are here live with Books. Hello. How you doing, Books? I feel like I'm listening to this in my basement right now on my headphones. Yep. Weird, right? If I don't look at you, I feel like I'm at home listening <laughs> to the podcast. Except uh, Jay's eating food because he just got home from work. And you just pulled in. We, uh... We took apart your robot and reassembled it in the dining room so you can plug into it. And it's going to be a great show. Um, Control will be playing the 27th at the Meat Locker. It's a 
few other bands. Uh, I'm ill-prepared with that information, but we'll link it up when the time comes around. The Meat Locker. The Meat Locker. You ever been there, Bri? Actually, I've never played or been to the Meat Locker, but I've heard lots and lots of things about it. And, uh, mostly that there's no real fire escape, so if it ever caught on fire, you'd pretty much be trapped. Oh. <laughs> like that place in Connecticut. Well, Control's going to light the place on fire, probably, so... <laughs> yeah. Transition, I like it. It's good, right? Yeah. It's not bad. But uh, so what's up? I, I actually uh, recently um, spent uh, the evening at your house playing Monopoly with you and your two children. That's right, and it turned into a good game in the end. After about two hours of just circling the board and not really getting anything accomplished. Right, you had all the railroads. Then um, we started wheeling and dealing, and. Uh, and then and we might have been swindled, and then yeah. we were out of the game. Yep, we should not have let your son been the banker. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's a good kid and all, but he was cheating. I think so. Yeah, hey, man. I mean, he if did a couple make... shady banking moves there. Yeah. Tried to play it off. I'm just impressed. <laughs> Math you guys. wasn't adding up. I'm impressed that you guys got through a full game. I've never got through a full game of Monopoly in my life. Uh, it was the first full game of Monopoly I've gotten through since Hurricane Sandy. And that was after like five days without electricity, and we decided to uh, play the longest game on Earth. <laughs> it's a solid two-hour game. Two? Easily. Easily. I don't think more. Maybe, it, I don't know. It Maybe can not. be more. <laughs> well, good I thing somebody out cheated. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. It's not a laugh in the dining room. You're board game headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating there, Jay, in the dining room? You got mm. some rice and some uh, lamb. Some lamb? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm, fancy. Oh, I don't do lamb. I um, I have been doing apple cider vinegar, uh, which is why I smell so bad recently. Uh, somebody tipped me off on some holistics. Have you really been doing <laughs> apple cider vinegar? Yeah, way too much of it. Just like <laughs> showered in it. I don't know. I just want people to stay away from me. What do you, you do know? with it? Do, like, do you drink it or you just yeah, you, like splash like, a little bit here and there? It like regulates your blood sugar or something. You do shots of it. Yeah. Shoot, do shooters. a shot of apple cider vinegar once or twice a day. Maybe some pickle juice. That too. Oh man! Chicken blood. Chicken. Blood. <laughs> Never mind. That's wonderful. So how's uh, you? You are way up north, and uh, thank you for coming all the way uh, down here to um, the middle of friggin' nowhere. No problem. But uh, I can't wait to uh, get you going. I want I want you to play some songs real soon and get into it a little quicker. So, well, um, I I am way up north. You know, last time I was here. Jay said that he's like two minutes from the railhouse. Yep. Okay. Now it takes me just over an hour to get to the railhouse, but it took me an hour and a half to get here. So I, I don't quite understand how that's. Huh. You're two, if you're two minutes from the railhouse, why about, it take me an extra twenty minutes? It's about to ten get realistically. It's, it's, it's fifteen. Uh, I've done it in ten on paper. I mean. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a country mile. Uh, that, that doesn't make sense country for that mile. extra half hour. Where does that get accounted into? I don't know. Traffic. Math. Just hit, hit any traffic. None? No. Did you hit any deer? No, no deer. <laughs> no deer. Homeless people? Yes. Yeah, a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrible. we got to stop doing that. There's a few exits on the turnpike that you can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> You're just falling onto your car off the bridge. Eating all your leftover McDonald's. Oh, that's terrible. 
I don't think I passed a single McDonald's here, though. Now there's six of them in, in Woodbridge. There's this weird phenomena, because I'm always playing down here, right? That, you know, after the show and it's, it's late at night and I got to drive home, I'm usually hungry because I haven't eaten for, you know, since before I left for the show and then the whole show has passed, you know, and now show's over and I'm on my way home and I'm hungry. Right. And I never, no matter where I play, there is never any, like, fast food place or something like that to stop off between and anywhere from an hour and a half to... To, you know, back to where I am. Wow. Like, if you name it, like, the, the rail... Ha I mean, there's the one McDonald's on the parkway, but That's I, I don't really want to uh, go there, I don't think. you got to take a stop on Route 1. <laughs> That's why when I... But I don't want to move off the interstates or anything, so just make my ride, like, ten times longer, so... True. Like, when we saw you at the Pussy Pit, that was really clutch. They had a box of popcorn. Right. I ate. That was my right. So much popcorn. That was that was. You me. did actually eat yeah. a whole lot of popcorn and, and I, at that show. <laughs> like at least like three or four bags. Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I feel bad because I started throwing popcorn. You know, like I, I don't know. I don't know. It was a strange night for me, but yeah, I ended up tossing popcorn, and I, and I I remember handing the the girl who runs the show the empty bag and saying to her, oh, I'm, gonna, "I'm gonna clean it up. I swear." And she just looked at me. No, she's she's cool. She she didn't mind. Are you okay? But uh, yeah, there's there's actually a lot of uh, of those basement shows going on as of recently. We were just talking about Good. how many how many bands there are. Tons of bands, tons of basements are just popping up everywhere. And yes. Trying to keep them secrets, but at the same time, let people know so they can go. And right. Just don't want them to get shut down, you know. I'm sure it's not exactly legal to be doing. No. That. But you know, all the kids these days are actually um, they're doing cool stuff. They're raising money instead of just you know putting the money in their pockets this or whatever getting true. beer for it they're raising money for their school they're raising money for things like that and it's actually going toward good things so I'm excited for it or, or maybe even you know the artists end up with a couple of dollars in their pocket for once after a show that's that, always that too. fun to play those places because that tends to happen yeah, I mean, more than other places it gets me to come back sure. <laughs> right me too yeah. at least a free soda you know I have all that money I don't get to even buy something to eat on the way back because there's no McDonald's there's no <laughs> It's true. It's true. I'm telling you, Route 1, it's right there. It's the intersect. Like, everything meets right here. They used to call this the hub. So you got Route 1, 287, Parkway, Turnpike. Right. Like everything. And yeah. I I'm sure there's probably all kinds of places, but I just don't know. My GPS doesn't take me past it. Yeah. I was thinking, I'm like, I'm probably taking all kinds of these main roads to get to these these locations right? right but there's not anything there there is when i get closer to my house but they close at one o'clock and usually it's after one o'clock by the time i get there oh man i gotta hook up there's two <laughs> wawas there's two but what do you eat at a wawa like Anything. really think and about everything they really got, they got quite a menu I, I thought it was really bad going to mcdonald's i mean wawa is yeah. even like a notch gonna below mcdonald's i'm gonna, think? I'm gonna, gonna say, say that's backwards i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's better you think it's really better I, I, if it tastes better, it doesn't make me. Um, I'm like sure it's not like, made any better. No, <laughs> the but ingredients. Well, I, are. I mean, I don't know. Wawa, it's it's kind of like a quick check. You know what I mean? But uh, the people there actually care. They're actually like, yeah, I worked at Wawa. You know, and they're they're not like all shitty about it. Ringing endorsement. So, the ring endorsement, Wawa. Dude, I will. Man, because you could, you can only find them in South Jersey. Right? The subs are great. I, I don't know. It seems like every job set I'm ever at, there's one around the block. So I've been having a steady like Wawa diet. Diet of Wawa. Steady <laughs> diet of Wawa. Uh, somewhere recently, I heard the um, 
the argument of Wawa versus Quick Check mm -hmm. and which one's better. And apparently there's there's sides to this argument. People who truly believe, you know, I I is there really a difference between yeah. Wawa and Quick Check? Um, the music, for one. I mean, you're more likely to hear um, some Huey Lewis in the news when you walk into Quick Check. Really? Yeah, yeah. And Wawa seems to be, you know, they seem to let their, their crew, you know, throw an iPod on every now and again. I'm going to Wawa then. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's not <laughs> weird as hell. I'm just saying, uh, you know, you might hear something a little different, and you might not have to dance, you know? Right. Because sometimes you walk in a quick check, and you just have no choice, man. You're dancing. <laughs> you, get, you got your pork roll like a cheese, and you're, you're dancing by the time you leave. To Huey Lewis in the news. Who <laughs> 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 else would you dance to? Um, but uh, I like that. We have a future uh, dining room uh, artist, um on our playlist of songs actually coming up next. And uh, this song's called Bedroom by Gabriella. I watch your hands while you smoke a cigarette standing over kitchen sink You're talking about your family And all the times We went to see them But I'm Forgetting the days And how they end Change with the 
you guys will all be in court, the whole house. We are here live with books. That song you heard was by Stolen Pizza. It was called Shoot First. And they are actually um, here in the Northeast Corridor in the Tri-State area. They'll, they're doing a little spring tour. Um, they'll be playing. They're actually playing tonight, but they'll be playing tomorrow in Columbus, Ohio. And on the 19th in Allentown, PA. So... I mean, if you're in those areas, go check out Stolen Pizza. They're good dudes. They're from uh, from Massachusetts. Before that, we had Beckwitz with uh, I Wish I Was a Little More Lou Diamond Phillips. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Oh, you beat me to it. Gotcha. <laughs> son of a... Gotcha. Son of a you-know-what. <laughs> and before that, like I said, Gabriela Chavez with Bedroom. She's she's quite something. That's, um... She's quite, quite the something, Jason. Yes. Uh, I'm no. sorry, I got distracted oh. by my cat laying in, in uh, Brian's guitar case. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you should post that. Yeah, Brian, are you allergic? allergic? No, I'm not allergic to cats. <laughs> no, not at all? I was just saying that. <clears throat> no. Should I be? I say so a little bit. So you cat probably one? smells my dog. Yeah, both of them. Sure. <laughs> peanut and Peanut and Pappy. 
Peanut and Pappy. Yeah. I I uh I almost took Peanut <laughs> home with me. He's a bagel. You can you can have him. He pissed on the floor yesterday. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take him. I mean, my dogs all piss on the floor, and uh, I just love him too much to to kick him out. You know. He's pissing on the floor too much and starting to become annoying. <laughs> Beagles do that, man. They can't hold it in. Cause that's because they drink until they can't, you know, hold any more water. They this is drinking. true. And, and then you let him out, like, late, right before you go to bed, and then he still gets up in the middle of the night and pisses on the floor. That's... that's <laughs> can't wait. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I do that sometimes, too, though. So, I mean... He, he's a good dog, though. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a beagle. What else? Uh, if you're going to have a dog, get a beagle, because... They're they, characters. They really are. They're like old men. Nice. We're gonna, get, we're gonna do a little sound check here. These guys are. It's no, picking up a mic from somewhere. You can hear it. Because even when I turn. Even when I turn. No, no, there we go. That's there. Just, you just did a, one of the yarn spinners with our, our very own Brian Rothenbeck. This is true. I was there. And, you were uh, there. So, I mean, we could talk to each other about it or we could just tell the people. I wasn't we could, there. Uh, so you guys so make a secret club. We can make <laughs> Jay, you were invited, man. I know, I couldn't make it. Jay, Jay was invited, he couldn't make it. Uh, was at Walla. Yeah, it was, we did a, a, a books um, and hidden cabins uh, uh, together, yarn spinners. It's awesome. And... Uh, yeah, Jefferson. Jefferson was there. And we had a couple people. Uh, um, we had a couple people stop by just to kind of hang out and, you know, maybe uh, make an event of it and all. And it was, it was a lot of fun. And and uh, Brian kind of, you know, you know, Brian always brings out the best in you and yep. keeps you calm and relaxed. Sure does. And then we had uh, we had Mr. T Gun there for uh, quality assurance. I think Tommy was there for quality assurance. That's, that's for sure. And. Uh, you started brewing your own beer, and that was delicious. Like, yeah, we started drinking lots of home brew and whiskey and and everything else, and uh, and it was a good time. And uh, we think we did what, like about four songs each, five songs, some interesting cover songs. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's going to be lots of nice uh, bloopers and outtakes and all. It was definitely a lot more uh, of a party atmosphere than 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 so so serious. Yep, that's the way to do it. Well, that's what you get so with, we do. With, with, with those group of individuals. But uh, we also we had, we got into the buzzy sessions at like three o'clock in the morning. Um, we, we yeah. All, so then after everybody left, uh, Joe and I decided to continue drinking whiskey and beer. <laughs> and at two thirty in the morning, we're doing the buzzy sessions. And it's great if you, if you've listened to them, you should throw them up on SoundCloud. I told people because they came out really good. I thought they came out really neat. Yeah, they, I was buzzed, and it was buzzy. And well, yeah, what made it interesting is Joe was using electric guitars going through an amp playing the same songs that we're all that we all know and love, That's but it had a whole different perspective coming from an electric guitar going with a little bit of reverb on it, kind of recorded dark in a room, and it came really good. But every time one of us said buzzy because we were we we had a couple of drinks in us, it was just like buzzy section. <laughs> what takes this man? Whatever. 
that was great, and it was cool because like everybody's sleeping, and uh, I, I like. I like to play music just loud enough so that I'm not gonna really. It piss wasn't off really anybody. very loud. It was, yeah, it was, it was perfect. It was cool. It was a great way to to, to end the and night. You just kept handing me different guitars because you have like a thousand. You have like a museum of freaking. Yeah, great so gear. so I like yeah I like guitars and I like to collect them and all and. He's like try the explorer. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking like what's gonna sound right and what's gonna not because be, we called it buzzy sessions, which is kind of funny because. Uh, if you think about it, is it because we were pretty buzzed, or was it because <laughs> we were getting a buzz through the amp and <laughs> a play on words? It came out very good, though. I, I listened to them all today and sent them to you right away. And yes. it, it was, it was fun. fun. It you're was gonna, definitely fun. You're going to have to send me um, different files because it said that... Well, I can talk to you about it, but <laughs> it, it said that I can't save it. It's going to expire on me. It's like a, it's like a teaser. <laughs> I saw the pictures, but they I pretty never. Much told me it's like you can't download these; you can just listen to them. I never could have guessed that you were actually playing your songs with an electric. Yeah, it was I mean, that, that passed in my mind. I was like, I doubt it, though. Ah, I mean, an, it, it was stranger seeing you play like an explorer, like this metalled out explorer. <laughs> with, <laughs> I think it was great. Man, every guitar game, my favorite was the uh, the Rickenbacker. The Rickenbacker, yeah. yeah that's, man, forget about it. Beautiful, beautiful. Sounds guitar. very nice. It's like a. Uh, like an axe. It's definitely it. something you should you should throw up there as kind of an outtake thing because they came out good. I um up, as soon as I can as soon as I can do it. I mean I'm gonna play them on this show. And it, and it was <laughs> nice that you came by and hung out and got creative. I haven't been creative like that in the middle of the night in a long time. <laughs> the best time to do it. <laughs> it's when this table was built. Me on the other hand, I do I I do that every night. I get. That's how they stay. I always hear the stories, and Jay uh, listened to the show about all the things that he gets involved in at hours when I'm normally way out. <laughs> yeah, that's me. He gets we can't talk about it. most of them. It's sucked, in, <laughs> sucked into these projects and ends up taking up his whole night. And yeah, that's the way. I mean, now I can't. Now I have to actually sleep, but that's the best time to get anything done and piss everybody else off in the house. You're, you're going to have Mondays off soon, so... God willing. Um, so, like, whenever that happens, um, I'm going to have to take a day off and go play one of the Happy Mondays. Because I want to. All right? We'll pre-record pre it. We'll pre-record it. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, but, uh, Brian, what are you, you going to do for us? Um, I guess uh, I'll just kind of go through what I, what I normally do. I'll, I'll play Maypole, so uh, I'm going to cool. talk a little bit about the song, what I do. Sure, whatever you'd like. Uh, I'm books. I'm a loop artist. I use an acoustic guitar. Uh, most people always confuse. They think I'm a stand-up acoustic guy, but as you can see, I got like a whole big rig. Mm. Lots so, of stuff. And uh, and uh, I'll play. I'll play maypoles, and uh, maybe I'll jam a couple new ones or something like that. Cool. So here you go.
less reverb.
You're listening to the priceless sounds of books. You know, that the was... words, man. That Making was the words. song to get me interested in local music again. Was it really? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, thank I, you. That's a huge compliment. I, I, I only listened to Pearl Jam for years. I went to go see Joe at the Crossroads one day after I got a haircut. And I saw you. That was the first time. I've, I've never seen anybody like just take full advantage of a looping like that. And that was one of two songs I requested... On the first episode of Life in the Dining Room. Yeah, I do remember that. That's awesome, man. Thank you. A big compliment. You uh, you didn't take you took advantage of it. You didn't even buy it a drink first. You just took advantage, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was Guar was the only thing that you were listening to. Well, for there, years. I mean, there was I mean, and I was the Go Go's. No. Or no, not the Go Go's. Wait, um, Guar and oh, Tegan and Sarah. Guar and Tegan and Sarah. We had this conversation about you at my house on Friday. Wow. That all came out? <laughs> yeah. Again? Was and we were listening to various Tegan and Sarah songs. Uh, they, they, they were very oh, good. Oh, yeah, I flooded you with Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> they used to be very good songwriters. Everybody's like, no, oh, I didn't even know they did used anything to be. like this. Yeah, not, uh, I don't know. They're doing all right. They're just not They're not really interested in what I'm interested in hearing anymore. Gotcha. They're just writing pop songs now. Yeah. That's fine. But, I mean, some people you could just never hate even if they just totally turned to shit and right. start writing pop music. Like, if you just totally just went and, like, started a power pop band, I'd fucking love it. I'd be like, this is this is what got me back into pop, man. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that will defend a band that they love, even though you know. Like, like when a band puts out, like, 10 records or, like, 15 records, like... Uh, Megadeth. It, like, like Megadeth or something, right? Yeah. There's no way... All 10 or 15 records are fucking solid gold. They're not. There's, there's got bound to be, odds are there's a dud in there. Yeah. And then, you know, you get the, you know, people will be like, no way, no way. Yeah, I used to, every I used to, record's no way, bro. Awesome. Do that. No, Everything Corn ever did is amazing. Everything Corn, right. Corn? <laughs> corn, yeah. Oh yeah, we're back on corn. Back those guys, <laughs> if those guys ever caught wind of how much smack you guys talk about corn. <laughs> what what would they do? Please, they probably wouldn't do anything. <laughs> no, they'd be like, yo, check it out. They're talking about us. They'd tweet it, and we'd be famous. Well, I don't want to give them any more. Uh, do you want to do another one now, or you want to you want you want to? Yeah, why not? Should I do another one now? Sure, surely. Oh, I can't, I can't. hey Joe. What's up, brother? I'm just covering up the old dead air. Oh, hey. Huh. Yeah, well, um, we're here with uh with, with Brian Books, if you're just tuning in. <laughs> Books, officially. Um, I call him Brian because I know him. Uh, you should go out and see him play because maybe you'll know him. Do you have anything coming up? The next show I have is up by me in Warwick next Tuesday at Village Billiards. And I can look up the event to say who's on it. It's so, in Orange County, New York? Orange County, New York. It's a rare show that's not far away from home. Nice. I drive by you. a fast food place on the way home, even. Good for you, <laughs> playing all these shows down here. Do people uh, do people play pool while while you're playing? Or they do, they do, they definitely do. Does, does it add to the ambiance? It, it does. It adds to the amb- ambiance. Um, you know, it's a Tuesday, so it's hit or miss if it's going to be like a you know a big crowd or not. But uh, they treat you well. Um, you know, get free drinks and stuff like that. It's not a late night. You're on with some other artists that you always get to network with and spread your name around and and all. And uh, what you do a uh, lot of Eddie, Eddie that uh, books it. You know, has been real good to me too. He put me on one there that was a really, really good show with his own band. Um, so yeah, so it's fun. I I give him 
bands, band names from down here all the time and uh, to, to try to go up there. Actually, I played there with Rom. <laughs> that oh. was the one show. Yeah, they, they went up there. And I like them a lot. They're a New Brunswick band, I believe. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, good people. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Lucas, right? Lucas Delenka? Right, right. He's a cool guy, man. He's just He just seems friggin' happy to be. I'm just, I don't know, I, I love when people um, are into music for all the right reasons, and they, they seem to be. Yeah, they're, they're an active band. They're a good band. They're fun to listen to and people dig them. So. All right, should I get started? Sure. All right, so this is a new one. And let's, uh, I, I think I got this down. If not, I crash and burn, and we're going to just edit this out, right? <laughs> I'll trust that you edited it out. <laughs>
Yeah, it's oh, getting, yeah, it's getting yeah. there. No. Think, well, there's two of you. I think I can. Yeah, I think I could. Uh, Does that like your ode to like Jethro Tull with that? Huh? that you think that's? You think that sounds oh. like Jethro Tull? No, no. It's just that that like I don't know what what emulator you were using there. Oh, that's like, the uh, the uh, electroharmonics B9 organ what? emulator. You could have played for for like uh, for like for like Link, like the Legends of Link or something. And I remember like a month ago you posted on Facebook, maybe it was a little longer than that, you posted on Facebook, you were in love with the new book song. Was that the one? That was the one, yeah. And was that like close was, there. There's a couple, I can probably shorten it a little bit and make it a little bit more intense. I've almost got all the kings worked out. Now, I, I, I've been waiting to hear it since I read that, because I assume that was the night you start, first started kind of getting it all together. You had that much enthusiasm Yeah, about well, it. I was, yeah, I just was going, practicing it like 20 times a day and just going over and over and over and trying to... Shorten it, trying to make it swell up and down and bring the dynamics in and out and where it doesn't get boring in some parts or drag out in certain parts, trying to set everything up. And Perfectionist. So, well, yeah, otherwise it's going to be like an 11-minute song and <laughs> it goes nowhere. So, uh, It's an absolute wall of sound. It is, it, it is a wall of sound so sound that not even the, uh, the, the Hawaiian punch guy can... The Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid guy can smash through it. Incredible. Oh, yeah. But uh, this is Live from the Dining Room, and we're here with books live, and we're going to get back to more of his songs after some musical breaks. This is Joe Locko with Copper Wire. Great song. It's a dry and sunny morning That matures into a fucked up afternoon Lit by hangover flares and sudden creaks Descend the stairs two by two to my room Sunday morning As the floorboards creak like ghosts under our boots And a cracked line marks the height that the water reach An October night of fading memory Sunday morning As we rip out lines of wire from these walls Like tearing veins from skin of the ghostly figures I hallucinated in sleep
That was Pedactor. But where's Wolfie when you need him? And Pedactor will be playing March 20th, Friday. Aftermath Collective presents The Scandals, Pedactor, Curtis of Community Service, and Matt Burke. And that is at the Creep Record Store in Philadelphia, PA at 7 p.m. All ages show. And uh, yeah, that's it's like a tail end of the Scandals tour, I guess. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when that ends, but I know they're coming. They're making their way back around, and uh, should be a good one. So if you're in the area, please shoot out. And before that, we had Game Day Regulars with The Punisher and uh, a past dining room individual by the name of Joe Locko of Not The Bees with a uh, solo song that he did on a comb-over compilation earlier this year. The song was called Copper Wire. And we're here with Books, if you're just tuning in now. He's playing us some awesome stuff in here. Making making wonderful memories. That that comp is a solid comp. It's a really good comp. Really good one. Uh, the last comb over one. Yeah, very good. I believe it's, I believe it's called uh, daily grooming. <laughs> daily grooming, right? And on somebody's camp. on it twice. Comb over, yeah, <laughs> Joe. And comb uh, <laughs> um, over records. Dot bandcamp.com, right? Isn't that like a plug yep. for it? That's the one. It Look is, at uh, you doing our job. Yeah, see? You're good at this. Well, it's a really great comm. There's, uh, there's, I mean, a ton of different bands on there from all over the place. Actually, the guy who does Village Billiards, is his band is on that comm. What band? Pigeon. Oh, okay. That uh, makes sense. You know what's funny is that I knew another band that was named Pigeon. Pigeons, so they changed their name. Mm. And, uh, but they're, they're, they're really awesome. We actually have them on the... Uh, on the list here later on. I won't say who it is, just so you don't get confused about it, but... <laughs> gotcha. It's a different name. It's not Pigeon. <laughs> but, um... So, so, I don't know, Brian. Should we jump into it? What do we do? Um, something crazy. Do something crazy. I'm gonna do uh, a couple songs off the EP this time. Well, I did one already. I'll do another one. And, uh... Yeah, I'll do another new one and one off the EP, I guess. So, what was the name of the one you played earlier? The one I played earlier was Motor City 99, and it's not a Detroit reference. It's actually to the old bar on Ludlow Street in New York City, in Manhattan, called Motor City, that my wife and I used to frequent a lot of time when we were first dating, and it was... uh, um, you know, I, I hate the winter. Like, I really hate the winter. That's weird. And uh, one thing that I do like in the wintertime is going to Manhattan and hanging out. Yeah. But, but I even changed it. Manhattan's really changed over the years. Sure has. Like, you know, I'm an older guy, so I've been going to Manhattan. I grew up right outside of Manhattan. I've been going to Manhattan my whole life. And it's it's so... So different. Corporatized, uh, and you know all the old places that you used to go to—they're all disappearing. And um, so that the song was kind of written in in memory of those times, and and it was it was changing back then too. But it's it's it was still better than than it is today. You know, now everything's over in Brooklyn, and Brooklyn kind of took like what man like that part of Manhattan used to be. What was your band then? That was Bomb Paris back Bomb then. Paris, that was still Bomb Paris, yeah. So, Bomb oh, Paris I, was a long time. I, I wasn't in a lot of different bands. I was, I was in Dog Pound, and then Bomb Paris, and now this. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and I was in Maya's Ruin for one year. 
I remember that. So. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, the, fr- the first time I talked to you, I think I, mistaked, uh, I, mistook. I, mis- I mistook you for somebody else. And, uh, oh, I remember that. I remember that whole thing. It went down just like this. You were like, hey, you're, you're in uh, the F-bombers. That's yeah, what you said. You're looking at it. I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I was, you know, I was playing. That was a Minus Ruin show at the Warren Legion, right? right? Yes. Yeah. Right outside, right by the Poison Ivy. I did. Uh, I did. You know, and that, and that's that's you know I I was only in that band a year, and it was you know you know I left because they had switched drummers, and I knew Joe, you know, and I lived real far apart, and it was just going to make it harder on Mike and Kyle, and uh, you know, so I I left I left you know kind of, and I was getting hidden cabins together and all, and and there was a lot of downtime with that, and I knew it was probably better that you know they kept the drummer than to try to keep a guitarist type of thing, and and. Uh, um, they ended up with uh, Logie, and they ended up with Logie. And uh, but that amazing. year that I was there, I was like really starting to put like books together and stuff like that. And I met a lot of people because I play with those guys. I really, I really oh, Mike and Kyle are great guys, and 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 poor, and poor Joe. My heart goes out to Joe. He's a you know a, a big loss. So, right. um, but yeah, that was that was like the one thing in between is I played played in Maya's Ruin. Otherwise, it was like the same band forever. Yeah, and, and then it was just. <laughs> Books, 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 hidden cabins. Books, books and books. hidden cabins. Yeah. Crazy how much how much you've been playing and, it, and you drive, man. You you are no stranger to traveling to play. This is true. <laughs> Hope I get paid. I get paid for that, right? Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah your check's coming any day now. Yeah. Right. I do that on taxes. I probably shouldn't say that. I'm like, yeah, I drive all over the place. <laughs> like, try to scam them. Well, now you're. Well, well, now you're done. We have, there's like six. There's six lawyers. There's six, there right probably now. is. You know, I'll probably hear about that. But you want to know something? I really didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, 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 definitely not. You know, <laughs> ten miles a year. It's just for air. So, <laughs> this song is actually. Tom, we were talking about Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn really likes this song. So, uh, so this is a Tommy Gunn song. And uh, it came out. The whole funny story. He, he, he read me back the lyrics. He said, I like that song. I said, what, what are you talking about? He's like reading me my own lyrics. I didn't even know my own song. Oh, are they correct? <laughs> they were correct, Why yes. Did Why did you go tell me? Where's your head at? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs>
Every time. Every time I'm just mad at the world, I listen to that. <laughs> and I go, wow, I'm even angrier at the world now and myself. <laughs> There's so much content in, in, in those lyrics. I mean, I, I'd, um, I'd, 
I'd love to just sit like sit down with you and like and do like a big political rant, but I mean, <laughs> I am, I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely a very political guy, and it's it's not by choice; it's more out of necessity, and you know, it's uh, it's all that, there. That particular song is more about you can't. It's it's called uh, black, white, and red all over, and and it's just about you can't really believe what you read in the paper, and and. Uh, yeah, I get into arguments with people all the time. I don't say arguments, but, you know, differences of opinion, you know, on, on all the time. They're like, well, how do you know? How do you know? And, it's, and it, honestly, if you're just paying attention and living life, or at least living the life I'm trying to live, like, it's just kind of obvious that the, the game's set up to work against you than, right. than it is to, to you know, to, to allow for you. And yeah, for it's the most And the banker is pocketing those fake little dollars <laughs> yeah they all are <laughs> those little pieces it, they of all paper. are on every level that's really what it all comes down to and funny paper uh, you know so so i'll do uh i'll do another one another 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 song that's got you know political you know undertones please <laughs> do to say the least so this is another new one relatively new has it not recorded yet and played out only a few times
a few times yeah it's new i dig it i killed that one note <laughs> which, which one <laughs> the one when i went high oh no i think oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna blame it on the uh it was it was all dry throat you know the weather cigarette smoke the here. cigarette smoke that's what <laughs> yeah. did it you yeah. damn you guys <laughs> yeah. we're just burning effigies in here we're just burning our living wills to, to the well. books <laughs> we're burning books in here and uh <laughs> so depressing. Sorry, <laughs> up, it's oppressing. That's what it is. But uh. So, up next is Dolly's.
change in your new scenery. Pixelated facts and figures. That information travels quicker.
Shut up. <laughs> Welcome back to the Lap Room Dining Room. We're here with Bucks. Bucks, how does it feel to be back in the dining room again? <coughs> well, nothing got broken so far this time. It's pretty good. You don't owe so. you don't owe us nothing. It's that Craig it's that Craig, Craig Cirinelli Craig. we're after. <laughs> Craig, that might be me. We have our lawyer, um, Rosenberg, on his case. Um, so, do you want to talk to him? <laughs> Adam Rosenberg, yeah. <laughs> yep, we <Is> got he? <laughs> yep. So you should be expecting a, a subpoena or some sort of... Uh... Something along the lines of that. Uh, the band you just listened to, you just heard, was, is called Morris Alba. The song is called so Skyscraper. I <laughs> had to cut you off and mumble my way through it. I suck. I hate myself. Ah, easy, Ralph and Beck. <clears throat> anyway... Oh man, that was a that was a uppercut, huh? Well done. Nice, late than never, right? Nice one. But they will be playing at the Pussy Pad. Um, and I can't, I don't even know the date. <laughs> they'll be playing at the Pussy Pad Thursday, March nineteenth at seven p.m. Uh, they'll also be playing with Evasive Backflip from Illinois, the Blythedale Romance from New Brunswick, Professor Caveman, also local to the area, and Kyle, who's also. An in-towner, so uh, yeah, that's 7 p.m., 5 o'clock at the Pussy Pet, uh, Ask a Punk, it's flat out at the door or something like that, and that's welcome, and uh, before that we had El Americano, who is playing The song was called Modern Times. Yes, it was. stepping on you, I love it's it. Good. I, I dug that song a lot, we were talking about them. Where are they uh, from? I never heard of them before. I I, I I don't know, but I uh, I kind of know an association between uh, um, the fire and motion, Adrian, right? Okay. Like Adrian and fire and motion. I believe that maybe they played in a band together or something. Oh really? Because he 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 was hyping them up, and I read something I think on a Facebook post or something. There's some sort of connection there. So okay, they maybe might, they're from they might be from Brunswick area. Yeah, or right Union here. or something like that. I know they're also playing with uh, Dollies, who's a, another local band who's doing big things. I believe they just released a 10 inch. I don't want to make any lies up. Um, they released something. Recently, an album full length. I don't know, but uh, that song's called Thermals by them, and they're playing uh, St. Patty's Day Tuesday, St. Patty's Day show, uh, Tuesday the 17th, the Court Tavern, New Brunswick, with Atlas Bloom, The Gray Company, El Americano, and Ian Bamberger Trio. So uh, that's damn. That's tomorrow. I'm guessing that's oh. something like seven or eight o'clock. I don't know. I'm slacking pretty that's hard. That's tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that is tomorrow. Bill. That's tomorrow, and. Thanks, Bill. We're getting rid of Bill, right? Real soon? Uh, yeah, in July when you, we hit one year. How do you feel about uh, Bill and his opening rant? I mean, I, I wanted to get a bleeped out version so that your kids can listen to this episode. It's it's okay. Maybe it's a little abrasive. <laughs> just, a, just a tiny bit. I like okay, the horror soundboard clips. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. I mean, he's 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 a piece of dog crap. I once, guess. Once we hit one I've year, never really paid attention oh, to him. Oh, man, you would disagree What, what network is he on? <sighs> I'm sure he's Fox. Yeah, I think is he right. on Fox or something? Fox. He probably has his own. The O'Reilly Factor. Yeah, Who the tomorrow. fuck listens to, like, or watches Fox News and takes it seriously? Oh, or Fox even CNN, people. for that matter. If you look at... I watch you, Red Eye. That's kind of funny. When, when you read... What's, what's that? Red Eye, it's on, it's on Fox News at, like, 3 in the morning. Oh. oh it's comedians. <laughs> that's why. It's punishment. Fox News is... 
just a bunch of horseshit, divisional <laughs> horseshit. So it was CNN. It's like, which side are you on? You know, right? Just you crap. know, shirts or skins? You know, and like, you know, then you pick a side and you argue, even if it doesn't make any rational sense either side. You yeah. just go with it. TV told me to believe that, so. And, uh, yeah, well, everything on TV is real, so. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Isn't that funny how people are kind of like that? I'm probably, we're all probably like that to a certain degree. I believe whatever Homer says. Homer, uh, I've watched it, Homer. you know, come true right before my eyes. <laughs> He's <laughs> I hate this board. Um, <laughs> no self-control at I'm all. the same way with, like, the Opie and Anthony show. I just listen to it and just, and... I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do I can't do that. I can't do the uh the, the One guys. No? No. No, I can, I can. I just um I mean someone really made a soundboard of all Bill O'Reilly like nope. off air comments ranting. No, nobody on the show made that nope. made this soundboard. Okay. No one ever made nobody that. Nobody spent way too many hours making <laughs> this when they should have been sleeping for work. I mean Wow. Who would do that? You know? He he's um, He stinks and I don't like him. <laughs> That's me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you turned it off halfway. You're getting good with it. I only get halfway. That's all I deserve. The, the greatest thing is this FXX channel now that plays The Simpsons all the time. Like, finally. Oh, really? Like, I used to religiously, with my son, wait for like 6.30 to watch Channel 5, and The Simpsons would come on for like two episodes every day. We're like, to this day, we still think. We're like, oh, it's, oh, no, that's right. It's like. It may not even be on anymore. Now we can just put on FXX and it's probably on. So <laughs> They've taken over the world. They really have. Right. Um, have, you, have you seen, I brought this up before, have you seen the, uh, Banksy did a, uh, an intro for The Simpsons? No. Is, no. Oh, I'm, wait. I'm Banksy? To, yeah. I'm going to have to show you after this. Uh, yeah. No. I don't know if I caught that one or uh, not. It's, it's by far the I know the couple thing. artists have, have uh, been doing stuff lately. Like, what was it? The guy that did those, uh, man, I can't remember the movies now. It was like black and white, kind of, you know, like uh, campy, like, what the heck is it called? I'll remember on the way home and be like, oh, that was it. Razorhead? I don't know. There was a couple, a couple guys have, have been doing that. And it's neat that they're kind of taking it in that direction. But Yeah, but it's, at the same time, it's like it's all very anti-establishment stuff. And it's, yeah. all, it's all presented in such a way. So it's like the establishment is giving me anti-establishment. It's, it's always been that way. It just <laughs> yeah. picks apart how stupid it's, we all are. It's funny. It's funny. It's <laughs> we laugh at him. We laugh at him because it's like, yeah, it's really like that. So. Yep. Oh, man. Wait till you see this. You're just going gonna to be blown away. Absolutely blown away. Yeah, that's really cool. But uh, you're going to do one more song for us? Yeah, we're going to do one more. Did Banksy get arrested? Did I see that? Banksy get arrested? No. Where? I thought I thought they like, finally caught him or no, something. No, no, they blew... Yeah. It, maybe, it in, all, maybe in England or something. Well, it, it was a problem because it all got blown out of the water that he was actually getting permits to do all these things. Uh, well, you know something? I'm quite sure it probably was because he was way too... Like, all oh, the cops couldn't keep up with him. It's like right. the whole... Every news organization's covering, and five minutes after he's done knows where it is, right? They didn't know he was... Come on. Parker! Again, TV office. told me, TV told me, Joe, that they don't know where he is, so they, no one knows where he is. Like, yeah. Last year, when the, the New York residency, he fucking set up a, like, a gallery under a bridge... They're gonna pull it off without permits. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. No one shut it down. Yeah. You know? Wow. Cool. You know, he's such a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Pinky. <laughs> you know what I think of him? 
He stinks, and I don't like him. Oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> some of his stuff's kind of cool. I know. I like his stuff. I guess apparently it's not really cool to like Banksy stuff like too much now. Is that that's kind of like what I don't it is? Know. Trends. Who the hell could follow him? Dude, if I could like spray paint something and someone's gonna give me a hundred grand for it, I will fucking do that as fast and all day long. You know, just just whatever it takes, please. It's got to be mysterious about it. That's the only way to get around it. Well, that's like people that say they don't want to really make money in music and all like. Like I don't know, take it from I've been working a corporate job for a long time right now. If I can fucking make money in music, I'm gonna make money in music. Okay? <clears throat> Believe me, so not it's cool, so man. much better than <laughs> it'd be so much better than going to a desk job where you have to like, you know, watch what you say and, and live your life a certain the corporate way so that it just it's ew, it makes you want to take a shower as soon as you get home <laughs> right now. And you're gonna say like, if I can't make a living doing this instead, is is work. I don't get it. You know, like, it needs to happen. You haven't been out there working long enough. Maybe you realize it's cooler to play guitar and make money than it is any other way. <laughs> the best way, the only way. Starving artist that that will always just be the right. the truth of all of it. Right. Well, imagine like someone gave you an amp instead of buying it yourself. Like that would blow me away. Like I never had that opportunity. Well, what would your songs be about if 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 you just played music for a living? I don't know. I you know I call it the Eddie Murphy syndrome, right? You, like why, you remember Eddie Murphy was so cutting. Like like along, you could say this about anybody, but I first noticed it like with Eddie Murphy, where he was like so funny and cutting edge, and then when he was so rich and he just wasn't funny anymore, and yeah. he just didn't. He lost the edge. He had attained everything, and now he was just comfortable, and the edge was gone yeah. to the point where I was listening to Jay Moore's podcast, where he was he was he met Eddie Murphy, and he was telling him one of his jokes from Raw, just telling him, and, and Eddie didn't recognize it as his own. Ah, uh, that's see? So, right. Well, I mean, there was a lot of drugs and stuff like that. Huh. Of, I don't know. Chevy Chase is another one, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, he didn't go as far as to put on like the latex suits and stuff like that. He kind of had his own little thing going on. So maybe more drugs. I don't know. But a lot of those old comedians. Some of them, you know, hung around. Like Carlin always was funny. Yeah. Um, Rodney Dangerfield, I always thought was kind of funny. Is he still? That's the one thing I can never figure out. And I don't go on Google to check because I just don't really care that did much. He, but is he, he alive or dead? He's dead. He died. Yeah. He did die. Yeah. When did he die? It was recent, uh, right? Like 2011, 2012. No respect. That was like five, <laughs> like a couple of years ago. <laughs> oh, that guy was great. Yeah. You remember the one where he was the coach? They don't even the, know I'm dead. <laughs> the, the little, yeah, that's what he'd be saying. He's rolling over <laughs> his grave right now. Then when he, what was it, Ladybugs? When he, yeah. he coached, that was the best. And he's like, I feel like a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. <laughs> he had all those great one-liners. Bill Murray always had a great attitude about his career. He's he another very one, very selective, yeah. and he didn't quite get too rich where he didn't care anymore. But like, there were roles that were offered to him that he just didn't like know about because like his method was like an answering machine. Yeah. Yep. So, he just wouldn't pick up his phone ever. He didn't have an email or any, any you know managers that can get in touch with him or anything. He just kind of. You either got in touch with Bill Murray or you didn't, and that's how he managed to sustain the career by being selective like that. Yeah, it's like ah, a it's pretty. Cool. Unless you're Wes Anderson, then he'll just do it. It's like yeah, a Tom would, thing. I'd I jump in a Wes Anderson movie in a, in a minute. <laughs> that's pretty cool. We should, we should get a pitch. So we're talking about yeah, old com- which old old comedians are funny still and which ones aren't. You can end up like Eddie Murphy or you can end up like Bill Murray. <laughs> Who you pick? How, how did you how did you how did you navigate your career all those years? <laughs> all right. So all right. So uh, this is this is the uh, third song off the off the EP that I got. 
EP's starting to get old. It's going on a year. I got. I was thinking about going back to the studio. I, I don't know. There's a Hidden Cabins has a whole bunch of studio work that's lined up. So I'm, kind of backing off on when to go because I'll never have any time or right. or money or anything. But, um, and this the CD is almost gone. The EP is almost gone. I'm almost out of them. And once I'm out of them for sure, I'll definitely put something outside. I guess. Can't wait. Yeah, grease the gears a little bit.
you're listening to, to books, the the professional lupist, if you will, I'm call. Is that too close to lupus? Uh, I think so. <laughs> the, the loop master extraordinaire known as books. Um, we'll be back in just a moment to uh, have some final notes and to talk to him a little bit more about what he's doing and all the things he's got going on in the future. And uh, yeah, this, this uh, next song, it's called The World is All Just Awful by The Afraid Brigade.
Just tune it in, rewind, and listen back. Uh, we had books in here. He's still here, but he was playing earlier. Of course, as you know, if you're listening. <laughs> Somebody save me. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I left you out there to drive, friend. Hang me up to drive. Brian. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Great, amazing stuff. Um, thankful to... to hear you play and even more thankful to be uh, close enough to call you a friend well, and, uh, yes and thanks for having me this is uh, looking forward to this since like November I know we, we booked this a long time ago yeah. and uh, booked yeah. it get it um, but it's cool always uh, enjoy being here for that <laughs> There we go. Jay, you're always so late on it. It sounds like you're booing Brian. I know. It's your best for me for making that I booked it joke. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jim. But, uh, yeah, I um, I don't know. I'm just constantly uh, blown away by all the awesome people that come in here. And now we have books in the dining room. That happened. So, shit, man. Hopefully we have some listeners tonight and a bunch of people there in the week who <laughs> come across it. Thousands of people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell it because everybody's selling you something, you know. Oh yeah. We're just, <laughs> we're just selling you a good time for free. So, I mean, I guess I should point out. I mean, as awesome as and full as it all sounds coming from one person, it's even more fun to watch. Ah, cool. It is, Thank you. It's quite the uh, the definitely. whole looping process. I mean, if you're totally unfamiliar with it, like I was. And then you just see like this, such a full-sounding song just get put together piece by piece over just a few like a few seconds. It's really cool. I know three people that that are comfortable with loop, loop stations. And, uh, I, I know who they are. If, if you're including me, I'm, I'm including saying, you. Yeah. yeah, it's um. Can I guess? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Eric Vidoff and Keith Kenny. Keith, oh, Keith, I know four people. <laughs> four I know. People. Four I don't people. know who the third is or fourth is. I, you know what? Me. Sometimes I forget that uh, that Keith um, does looping. For, I don't know for some reason or other. I like it. Just I don't. It, it's he doesn't about do his, it to the same extent that some, like about his I hair do or Eric does or something. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm like maybe that sounds coming from his hair. It sounds <laughs> right, like there's yeah. seven <laughs> guitars. He must be hiding one in his hair. No. Um, yeah, and then also um, my buddy Tyler, who's actually moving. I believe it's Tyler Von Von Kirk or something like that. From the Court Tavern? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He um he plays more of like um oh, okay, how can I explain it? I don't know, it, it sometimes it's a little funky, it's a little more like uh, a little more like rock and roll esque to like straight to the like, you know, classical rock and roll and um, almost a reggae ish undertone. Or um hey. something like that. I might be throwing him under the bus right now by saying that he probably hates me. 
But, um, <laughs> but yeah, and then Eric Fitoff, of course, from uh, New York. He's he's awesome. He's amazing. And uh, Keith Kenny, who just who just got back from his uh, Big Red Suitcase tour, which is awesome. And you're going on tour with uh, with Hidden Cabins, very soon. Hidden Cabins in two weeks, right? Yes, and you're and two, or two two and a half weeks, maybe something like that. Yeah. I I um down to South Carolina, right? Just all the way down there? No, North Carolina. Not oh. not anything crazy. Just like uh, I think like five days with the uh, European. We're ending now. here, yeah, and we're ending here, and uh, yeah, we're our our friend from the UK, Sirens and Shelter. I don't know if you ever played. Have you played stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. he's coming over from the UK for the first time here, and we're gonna take him on the road and do a couple dates down in. Um, you know, we're playing like Baltimore and Charlotte and. Uh, and and Richmond and uh, Richmond's a great place. West Virginia, uh, and then I think uh, I think you know. Oh, and we're starting off at the Court Tavern. That's our first day. Okay. You know, at the Court Tavern that Tuesday. So, how do you make your connections? I mean, is it just um, from Especially playing over the years, or? Um. Yeah. What What I learned about, you know, tour. Yeah. <laughs> The key to anything in life that, that you want, as, as far as I've figured out, is just ask a million people a million questions until you start gathering enough data to apply what you've learned. That's really what it comes down to. So if you ask this guy, hey, I need a show in Baltimore because I saw that you played there, he'll give you the name of the guy that booked it. And that guy, 99.9% of the time, would be like, I can't. Right? right, and I'm like, well, then who do you know that can? Right, and then you know, and then you just keep asking until finally someone lands you something that you want. Cool, connections, <laughs> persistence. Yeah, persistence and connections and and all that. Um, we John Quattro, right? Was that at at Winter Shan? Uh, Chris, Chris Quattro. Chris Quattro, right. right? I don't know where I got yeah. John uh, from. And, uh, knees, yeah. Um, cause singles guy, right? He we needed a date, and he was talking hey i'm from you know uh west virginia west virginia and and i'm like well we need a date on this date and he's like sure now we haven't actually confirmed anything with me yet but then Stephen lee right. you know Stephen lee also from west virginia sure. and i hooked him up with a show up here at pat's bar pat's and i was bar. like i need a show and he got us something so and craig knew some people from down there and paul buyer tried helping us out i mean you just got to ask around yeah. over and over again until you Start getting what you what you want. Yeah, that's how you do it. Um, speaking of Pat's Bar, um, are, do you recall? Uh, are you playing the? Um... I don't recall much when I leave Pat's Bar. <laughs> right, I get so drunk there, I forget to use my drink tokens. What the, the show that's coming up there that uh, that uh, Comover's doing? Right, that yeah. We're on the road. We're actually oh, right. okay, yeah. Okay. So we're we're away. Yeah, and that next day we're coming here, and and Scott from Sirens and Shelter is going to. Do a live in the dining room. Yeah, I'll, tr- I'll try not to get too drunk. I think I'm, I'm playing that. Uh, that, that You're playing part, that, so yeah. It's gonna be an all-day event. It's, um, yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Oh man, it's. I, I hope. I hope there's like stray dogs running around the bar at the end of the night. It's always that type of joy. And speaking of, um, they're kind of are metaphorically speaking. <laughs> speaking of Comover and um and and Brian Brian Leahy, I don't know if you've seen the video of his uh, little son Danny RKOing him. Yes. Uh, oh, Isn't that great? That's the best. They, they terrible, have such man. a well-documented relationship. <laughs> you know, it's, and sometimes it's tough like putting your kid out there, but 
Little Danny, man, that kid's insane. He's tough. He's tough. He's a boxer now. Yep. Yeah. He's a fighter. He went from um from singing Iron Maiden to to singing my songs, to uh to boxing. Now he's beating people up in RKO and his dad instead of <laughs> instead of doing his laundry. You know? <laughs> I mean the kids these days. Kids but, um, these days. <clears throat> no, it's always fun um hanging with you and, and seeing you play. And um I say this all the time, but it, it, there's always a um huge sense of you know uh, of like you know of having a family whenever it's <clears throat> whatever books or hidden cabins or <clears throat> you know uh monster truck fan club or any guy i swan whenever those guys are together you always get especially if they're all ages shows everybody brings their kids and um, yeah. the kids can roll yeah <clears throat> yeah know? we do that they end yeah. up driving you guys home that. you know yeah, and, they're like and 10 Frog does that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah they can drive now <laughs> you can't yeah <laughs> that's uh <laughs> No, that just, would be questionable parenting. Yeah, no, you guys are all um, really, really good people, doing great things and making connections, establishing them and maintaining them, and not being clicky and dicky. There's and a uh, there's a ton yeah. of stuff that's going on in uh, in New Jersey now that is real happening, and as as far as I can can tell, it's 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 been the best it's been in in years, I think. Me too. And uh, I mean, there's just the music scene's exploding. Uh, people are paying more attention to to local acts instead of cover bands. Right. I'm noticing a trend with that actually, where venues are putting more original artists on when they used to always do cover bands. Like right. it's it's really kind of expanding, and uh, I think it's wonderful. And 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 everyone is uh, who's involved in, in in making that happen. I you know I I truly appreciate so. But uh, we can find your we can find your music, um, Bandcamp books. Yeah, if you go, yep, I am uh, books with a zero because you know books, you know, as a domain name is, is trying to it's kind of hard. So it's b zero o k s dot bandcamp dot com. Okay. And the same thing with my uh, with my um, Facebook page. It's b zero o k s dot you know or uh, Facebook whatever the hell it is. You know, like. And that's yep. where you can find and it. And then, of course, the featured artist page on diningroomradio.net. Yep. And did you know, Jay, mm-hmm. that, um, I believe, is it PlayStation 4, I believe? Uh, I think it's PlayStation has, Network in general. PlayStation Network has a built-in um, tune-in radio app. Yep, my did dog you, Did you know that? It. Did you know that? Because... Well, know, I invented it. Because I knew Ooh. that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can, uh, you can hear all of our live broadcasts either at diningroomradio.net or the tune-in app for your live listening and all of our past episodes just like this one will be um, iTunes uh, iOS podcast app Stitcher yeah. all those things Pocket, Beyond Pod Pocket Pod Pod mm-hmm. Bean whatever yeah Pod Bean just make, make something up that has the word podcast in it and you might be able to find us and if not you can uh, go to our Facebook live in the dining room and check it out and see where it all is and if you have any questions regarding any listening any you know keep it to put, yourself keep it to yourself put it in the suggestion box we'll get to it um, <laughs> so wrong, but uh, yeah, Brian. Any any um any last rights? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I just like to thank everybody, like you guys, for for letting me come and do this. And, and uh, I'm not gonna get cliche and do a bunch of shoutouts, but just uh, that I, uh, I appreciate and I'm thankful for all the people that I've come across that have hooked me up with shows and and uh, given me a platform to uh, do my art. <laughs> and it is. You are an artist. You are Brian, an artist. for you, open door policy in the dining room. Thank you. Whenever you want. Whenever you want. We say that to people and we don't mean it. We've yeah. never said that before. This is the first time. Oh, okay. Right. 
So Thank you. You, ha- you're, you're one of a kind. <laughs> Open Jay, door policy. Okay, I'd like to say there's a backdoor policy that I have to do. joke. Oh, can we, uh, before we go, can I, can I, I just want to mention something really strange that happened. Um, I actually went over to your house. Um, I don't know if you know. I was there. I was there, though. Surprise. And, uh, <laughs> it was, Is this the ghost, ghost story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm over there for... The first um, supernatural thing that has happened at my house since I've lived there. Right. It, that, and it was nothing short of that. Uh, we were, I was uh, watching the, uh, the Orange Spinners uh, podcast being, being audio, <laughs> audio-tized. <laughs> and yeah, I was watching the audio happen live with my eyes. And um, later on that night, um, after all the shenanigans and the drinking, I went to sleep, and I had a glass of water, and uh, I was drinking it, and it was almost gone. And I put it on the ground, and I went to sleep, and I woke up the next day, and I'm rubbing my eyes, and I'm sitting there, and Brian, Brian comes zipping downstairs, he's cleaning up everything, chipper, and, uh, and I go, and I look down, and I notice that my glass of water is upside down and still has the water in it. What? Yeah, so, yeah, no I, kidding. Because I, I saw, because I'm the one who picked it up, and all the water came playing out. Right. So the glass, what has really happened? Um, the glass was about a third full of water, I would say. Or, you know, and it was completely upside down on the floor, and the water, because there was like a seal somehow, it was perfectly, what? and the water was in there. Right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. So then, when you picked the glass up, the water, of course, oh, you know, spilled out right. all over the place. Right, and and you know what? And we tried to recreate it, and we couldn't really recreate it. It was incredible. That wasn't <laughs> supposed to happen. I could have. Could have let it ride. So. That, but actually, that little teaser right there—that was um, that was the screaming females. And you know, we didn't ask them if we could play their song or anything. But I feel like they—they they won't care too much. They're a—they're uh, a monster of the game, uh, doing big things in this town. Problem? Send it to our lawyer. Yo, Casey. Yo, Casey. Yo, Rose. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, actually, me and Brian were listening to this on our way to the bagel shop. Uh, I was sitting there, yep. pet, I was petting Peanut, which is his dog, you know. <laughs> uh, the bagel. Shouts out to Peanut. Listening to the new <laughs> Screaming Females record. Listening to it, it was great. And uh, we're, we're going to end the show at one of their older songs. But Brian, thank you for coming back in. And thank you, guys. And uh, yeah, that was Books. And um, yeah, tune in next time. And we'll see Brian in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll be hanging out. Yep. All right, Screaming Females, uh, Starving Dog. Sad. <laughs>